Good morning. It's good to be with you on this beautiful Friday morning. It's uh, good to wrap up our week of uh, this week's Advent Reflections. Uh, we're getting closer to Christmas. It's not going to be much longer. Um, not not much longer at all. This time next week, we'll be getting close right up there, right there at uh, Christmas Eve. So I'm um, looking forward to the next uh, next week. Uh, looking forward to Sunday here at St. Matthew's. We have our Christmas musical, which is going to be wonderful Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, we have one of my favorite services, our Blue Christmas service. It's always a a great service for some, you know, Christmas is not always joyous for many of us. It's a time of sadness. And so the Blue Christmas service is a great time to kind of name that. And I, you know, it's a healthy healing time. So I'm looking forward to that service Sunday night. Uh, today, we're going to continue with our Advent Reflections. Today, we're going to be in, I joke about um, whatever passage of Scripture I'm reading at that moment is my favorite verse in the Bible, which is true. Uh, my my favorite verse in the Bible is always a moving target because there's a lot of them that I like. I don't know that Isaiah 11 is one of my favorite passages, but every time I read it, I'm just like, man, that's just good stuff. So we're going to be reading today from Isaiah chapter 11. Verses 1 through 10. It's verses you know quite well, but we're going to read the whole section today, kind of to see the full context. So Isaiah 11, uh, 1 through 10. A shoot shall come up from the stump of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge with what his eyes see or decide with what his ears hear, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness will be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf, the lion, the fatling together and the little child shall lead them the child of the bear shall graze and the young shall lay down together the lion shall eat straw like an ox the nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp and the weaned child shall put its hand in the adder's den they will not hurt or destroy on my holy mountain for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the lord as the waters cover the sea on that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his, and his dwelling shall be glorious. I love that passage, y'all. I love that passage. I love, it starts off with a beautiful image. A shoot shall come from the stump of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. So just so you're clear, Jesse is the father of David. So this is a Davidic promise, uh, a hope of a Messiah, a Savior from the line of David. So that just so you're clear, anytime you see in Scripture uh, anything about Jesse like this, uh, out of the stump of Jesse, that is a reference to David. Jesse was his father. So with this, so what Isaiah is prophesying is that there will come from the line to the stump here of David one, this, this branch. I just love that image. I can see a I can see an old tree stump. It looks dead. Now the stump kind of shooting, you know, one green sprout. That's a that's a beautiful image of Jesus coming out of the stump or out of the line of Jesse. 
And of course, it says the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him with wisdom and understanding. He will judge the poor with righteousness. He will decide with equity. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. And I love that that beautiful image of Jesus coming from the line of Jesse, Jesus coming from uh, the Davidic promise, Jesus being the fulfillment of the Davidic covenant, the covenant that God made to David, where he told David that one of his descendants would always would have an eternal kingdom and an eternal throne. Of course, we know that Jesus is the fulfillment of that promise to David. So that's really cool. That's good stuff tying Jesus back to the promise of David. But what I love especially is this notion of 6 through 10. The wolf will lay down with the lamb. The, the wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lions and the fatling together. A little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze together. The young, the young shall lie down together. The lion will eat straw like an ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp. And the weaned child will put its hand over the adder's den. Everything in this passage here is not the way things are now, are they? Everything, every thing we just read here. This vision of what it will be in this kingdom flowing from the stump of Jesse. This promised kingdom, which is what we think of with eternity, y'all. I love this passage because this upsets the, the order of things now. We live in a world now that's fallen. We live in a world of sin. We, When you read Genesis 3... When Adam and Eve fell, you reread that passage of their falling. You see in Genesis 3 that sin had an effect upon everything, upon Adam, upon Eve, even, even upon the earth. It, the earth will now grow thorns and thistles. All of creation was disordered because of sin and because of the fall. This image here is the image that God intended for it to be. This is how things were intended to be. The lion laying down the lamb. This image of no more will they hurt or destroy on my holy mountain. The earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. This was God's intent. This is what it was supposed to be like before the fall. And by the way, friends, this is what it will be like one day when he returns. All that is disordered now. All, you know, all the, the disordering of the world. the violence, the hatred, the sin, all that is disordered in the world is a result of sin. It is. Maybe not individual sin, but it's the result of the sin of our first parents. When Adam and Eve fell, they took all of creation with them. And all of creation's fallen. It's corrupted. Now, we believe that the image of God remains, that God is still at work in things, that God has not withdrawn from his creation, but we do believe that it's all it's all corrupted. It's all disordered. And so now, the lion lays the lamb. The way I put it, the lion lays the lamb. Somebody's eating lamb chops for dinner. Child sticks his hand in the snake hole. Nowadays, somebody's getting bit. That's what happens now. It's the way it goes now. But that was not God's original intent. That was not the desire of God in the garden. But the desire of God in the garden was for health, wholeness, this beautiful image here. And we see that this kingdom is coming that's going to come from the stump of Jesse. This kingdom is coming that's going to come from this king, this, this Davidic promise. It's coming. 
And one day they will not hurt on my holy mountain. On that day, the root of Jesse shall be a signal to all the peoples. And the nation shall acquire them. His dwelling shall be glorious. One day, y'all, one day things are going to be as it ought to be. One day we're going to take our swords and beat them into plowshares. One day there's not going to be the chaos of this, the disorder of this. But there's going to be beauty and peace in life. I just love this image. I love this image of what it's supposed to look like. I love this image. How Jesus will return and restore all that sin has corrupted. He will restore all that sin has corrupted. And so for those of us now who pray every day, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That prayer we pray every day is our invitation to begin this work now. For us as Christians to be in the restoration business. For us as Christians to be in the be in the business of turning the world upside down. For us as Christians to be in the world of the in the in the job of bringing life, bringing light into darkness, bringing hope and hopelessness, bringing order into chaos, working to restore in our lives, both in our individual lives and in the life of all that we meet and the life, where we find ourselves, working to restore what sin has disordered, what sin has corrupted. God's going to come when the Lord returns and restore all that sin has corrupted. That's our hope here. We see here what he intended. And we have this hope. We have this hope because of what we know that he will do. We have this mission to live out the same thing in our lives and to work in our lives to be in that restoration process even now. So we have a hope of what will happen. And we know that it's our job and our mission to live that out now each day. Hey, thanks for joining us. This is a wonderful passage. I hope you've enjoyed uh, today's reflection and enjoyed our time together this week. I look forward to being back with you uh, Monday morning. Have a great rest of your weekend. See you, hope to see you in church Sunday, and we'll see you Monday for devotional. Thanks. <music>